Hello, and welcome to Dope Conversations Podcast. I am your host, Bikita Pegram, and I am going to give you something to think about. Hello, hello, hello. I am so glad to be here with you today. I wanted to jump on and say happy Juneteenth. And but I also wanted to talk about what does that mean now that the federal government has passed this proclamation formally and federally recognizing Juneteenth. So first, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, Just I know everybody is happy about the recognizing a recognition, excuse me, of Juneteenth on a national level. Today, we won't have any guests. It's just you and me. And we're just going to talk a little bit about what does that really mean? And how should we feel? Have we overcame? Are we there? (laughs) And what does that mean as far as our fight, our marathon? So what sparked this topic for me? Because it is not what I intended to do today. But I saw a meme, and you may have seen it too, of a young boy stepping across several steps to get to a higher step on the staircase. And the first step is talking about race in schools. So he skips that step. Next step is voting rights. He skips that step. Following is stop police violence, skips that step. The next step is reparations. He skips those four steps to get to making Juneteenth a national holiday. And I like this meme because that is exactly how I felt. I wanted to be excited about the holiday, but I couldn't really be, and not the holiday. Let me go back. I wanted to be excited about it being passed as a federal holiday, but I couldn't really muster it up and I couldn't really explain it. So I just kept quiet because I didn't want people to misinterpret what I was feeling as not satisfied or it's not enough. So, or, you know, your people didn't do it. You just want something to fight about all those things. I didn't want that to be attached to my emotions. So, when I sat and I really thought about what I was feeling on the inside, it's this mean. I felt like you skipped a lot of important things that you could have addressed, Mr. President, by giving us a shiny new trinket. I told my husband and my in-laws that I felt like we were Suge Knight. They bought us a brand new car and said, look at this. Don't read these contracts. So we got Tupac. And I don't like it. Because I feel like there is so so much more that he could have done on a much deeper level. I would have rated, I think I would have rather waited for some deep level resolutions than giving us a holiday that we were already celebrating anyway. So... Yes, I'm thankful that now on a a wider band, everybody knows about it. It doesn't mean they're going to celebrate it. But yes, they know about it. It's recognized. Yes. Congratulations. I applaud that. 
the thing that bothers me is we got so much more to do. And there wasn't much said, I guess, maybe not to my satisfaction. And who am I? But a black woman in America. And I just feel like it could have been so much more done with that. But I'm going to save my disgust. (laughs) And I'm hoping that this is just a step. But not at the top of the ring. At the bottom. This is a step. And it's a low-hanging fruit that we got. And low-hanging fruit, we know it's easy. So I'm hoping as we get deeper into Mr. Biden's or President Biden's administration that we'll see more policy changes that actually impact our day-to-day life. Because for me, you making Juneteenth a national holiday does not impact my day-to-day life. Now, because I was still celebrating, I celebrated last year in years before that. I taught it in class. It wasn't something that we skipped over in class. Matter of fact, my students right now have a discussion that they have to write what Juneteenth means to them, but they also have to create a video of what Juneteenth means to them. And I think those things as educators, because again, my activism is expressed through education. Those are the things that we do as educators. We don't get to pick and choose what we educate our students on critical race theory, what was right and wrong, true black history. All those things are our responsibility. So with that, yes, I was not exactly happy with the holiday, but Hey, we're going to celebrate it. We're going to move forward. But the one thing I need y'all to know is this. So we're going to switch over to on my block. And for those who are feeling exactly like me, for those who are feeling somewhat like me. And so for those who say, I don't feel like that. I'm celebrating the holiday. Take these three notes with you. One, don't get discouraged. And that's what I had to tell myself. Don't get discouraged and think so lowly of what was made that you feel like, okay, it's never going to change. We can't have that attitude and we can't take that approach to life, let alone something this deep. Two, keep pushing. Like Nipsey said, it's a marathon. We knew that the fight that we're fighting was not going to be solved in a holiday. We knew that the fight that we're fighting was not going to be solved in a talk, a conversation, a town hall meeting, a new president. Those things were not going to solve our problem because it's too deeply rooted. And that means we got to keep going. We got to keep fighting. So how do you do that? Number three, choose or define your area of fight. Choose your activism. Define your activism. Choose which one of these problems that we face every day means the most to you that you're the most passionate about because that's where you're going to give your energy. So if it's talking about race in school, do that. If it's voting rights, do that. If it's stop police violence, do that. If it's reparations, do that because all of those are important and many, many more. 
Find the area that means so much to you that it keeps you up at night. That when somebody brings it up, you're ready to go round for round in a long debate without water. (laughs) Do that. Find that area that makes you so angry that they haven't done anything. They can't see what you're seeing and align yourself with that. Make that your mission, but do it with partners. Align yourself with partners that are doing the same work that you are doing. So that way you have power in numbers. Sometimes you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to start from scratch. Find someone in your community community or at a national level that is doing the work that you're already doing or doing the work that you want to do and have established themselves. But you say, you know what? They could use my help. They could use my expertise. That's how we get further in this marathon. We work together. Something else I also told my husband. One thing that bothers me, I guess this is two things I already gave you one. <laughs> two things that bother me is this. I don't want someone of a different race or culture to outwork me for my own community. I do believe we should have alignments and um, align with other cultures and work with other cultures and we need their help. Yes. But we got to get out there first because if we don't, they get to explain our narrative. They get to explain how we feel. They get to explain why our story is important and who else can explain it better than us. So we got to get involved Whatever that looks like. You may not be that deep into police violence, but you may care a lot about reparations. We could use your help. We could use your help there. So get involved. Don't get discouraged. Keep pushing like this is the marathon that Nipsey left us with and choose and define your area. So that's what I leave you with today. I leave you with that because I think that's enough to think about. (laughs) So I wanted to give you something to think about. And I think I did. And if I did, please leave me a comment, a review, something to let me know that you were listening today. And let me know how you feel about this. Let me know how you feel about Juneteenth and we can talk about it. We can share it. That's the only way that this is going to keep going. We have to let them know. Yeah, we appreciate Juneteenth. But we are not done. Click follow, leave a review, follow me on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. And then hit me up on Twitter. Until you see us or join us next week with Dr. Barner talking about black faculty in higher ed. I thank you and be keyed out.